episode two. I'm Erin. And I'm Rochelle. We're talking about skincare. Skin care, the most important thing you should be doing. You just invested in your Botox. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to maintain that skin. Yes. So we're really talking about a nice skincare routine, a solid skincare routine to start out with. We're not trying to get super fancy or anything. We're trying to keep it simple, but this is something we kind of recommend everyone should be doing if they really want to maintain their youth and health and their face and their appearance. Just for the record, this podcast was really a hard one to try to organize because it is so much information and we really could find a podcast out episodes out of each and every one of these categories. Go so for hours. Hours and hours. Yeah. And hours. So basically, to summarize the whole entire thing, it's, we're just trying to focus on a good basic routine. That's not really so basic, but everything that we're talking about is very important. So yeah. we're just going to reiterate the whole routine of it is cleansing the skin, prepping the skin, adding nutrients, adding moisturizer, and then protecting. Again, we can subcategorize all of those into their own additional podcast, which we might even do. Yeah, later on. But we're just going to try to keep it pretty, pretty, pretty basic. basic. Yeah, just, just a nice little intro. So let's get into the first step, which would be to clean yo damn face, which tell them, tell them about that, um, that article oh, God, you read. Yes. Kills Cer- our souls. Cerave, cerave. I never know cerave. how to say that. Cerave. It's cerave, that's, yeah. That's how I like to say it. It's not a little yeah. that way. Yeah. They came out with some information, I believe, in 2017, talking about how many people do not even clean their face at night, which is insane to me. You guys know yeah. how much pollution, all this stuff going on in your skin that you take to bed every night? It's disgusting. Makeup and oil and dirt. Ugh, so gross. And that just sits in your pores, stretching them out. Yeah. If you can just do one thing. Wash your damn face. Wash and your also, damn face. And also, don't do it with a bar of soap. Don't do it with a bar of soap. <laughs> don't do it with a damn body wash. Do not do this with Dawn dish soap. Just <laughs> please don't use your shampoo. Get a nice, gentle cleanser. Ideally, it's one of the cheapest things to buy anyway, too. Like, yeah. you can go to the most expensive line. You can go to Chanel of the cleansers. Right. And it's still probably only going to be $35 max. Right. It's true. Anyway. Even the most expensive are really not. Super, they're super really not bad. Like even no. if you're going to a med spa, they're like thirty-five, maybe forty bucks max. Yeah, which is still yeah. it's a little pricey, but usually you can get a lot of uses out of them. Yeah. So anyway, so, yeah. Ideally, I mean, people should be looking for something that says gentle cleanser. Should maybe say on their pH balanced. Um, you know, maybe soap free, which we'll get into that at some point. But let me just tell cleanser. you some fun facts really fast though from this okay. survey. So over 50% of people don't even wash their skin or wash their face at night. Um, That's insane. It's crazy. 65% have no idea what ingredients to even look for, which is understandable, which is why we're here. Yeah. We're here for you, 65%. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, 97% don't even know their skin type. Whether it's dry or oily. Or combination. How insane is that? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't understand it. So, I mean, when you're looking for a face wash, you don't want it to burn. You don't want your skin to feel like it's been stripped of every single oil or bit of moisture after you wash your skin. It should feel just, you know, freshly cleaned and slightly moisturized. Ideally, that's the best. You, you really don't want to strip your skin, so... Absolutely. And I'm someone, I've done Accutane. I've done all the works on my skin. So nowadays I'm pretty dry and pretty, pretty, not sensitive. I wouldn't say sensitive, but overall I'm, I'm dry as hell. So for me, even I'm really liking cleansing oils. And then after an oil, I'll do a face wash, which is another option for people. The oil helps take off the makeup first and then Mm -hmm. kind of using a cleansing wash to get all that excess oil and any other residual dirt off is really good too. I'm more of a really oily skin person. So I could use the cleansing oils. That's fine. I just haven't gotten to that point um, because what I use now really helps get all my makeup off. 
Um, and I also use a Clarisonic every day, which also helps get my makeup off. So, yeah. Yeah, we were discussing that. How do you feel about Clarisonic versus washcloth versus just your hands? Because most of the time I, I, I alternate between Clarisonic and my hands. And sometimes I feel yeah. like. I really, I you know what? I think it's just personal preference. For mm-hmm. me, it just, my hands for what I use, don't get all my makeup off. So mm-hmm. I think the Clarisonic's just that last little bit of light scrub. Washcloths, I don't know. I feel like they get kind of gross really fast where yeah. Clarisonic's are a little easier to wash out. Um, and I feel like washcloths are a little harsher for whatever reason. Yeah, the ones I used to use were like, um, I used to use the baby washcloths. Oh, the really, really soft gentle. ones? Yeah, yeah. so no, my mom was... actually got me hooked on that when I was younger, but yeah. – like I just, I, like I was, there's never a good place to put them. So I, I know. just started like throwing them away. Yeah. You're kind of weird and gross. You know, you like throw them in the wash and then you're like, what do I do with this thing? Put it in a drawer, I guess. I don't know. I should, there's not a good reason to stop using them, but that's, yeah, but I, I, I got a Clarisonic, so yeah. I stopped with that. So we could kind of talk about our favorite products that we like that are favorite cleansers. Um, I would say my all-time favorite cleanser right now because these things change for us I mean every few months Aaron and I are probably trying something new or into something new but right now I would say the eminence um probiotic wash I really really like because it's good and creamy it melts all my makeup off and it definitely keeps me hydrated afterwards doesn't strip my skin it's like all natural all organic it's such a good one actually I tried that one at your house and it's amazing yeah For me, I'm huge into the oil first. So I really like the Tatcha cleansing oil. That was popular. People love that. It it just it just is the best thing to put on your face to just melt the makeup off and just get rid of it. And I keep put the oil on and just kind of keep it on there. And then I warm up my water and then put on um, a I don't even wash that oil off. I just put a cleanser on my hand or the Clarisonic and then add the cleanser to it. Yes. How so much is my the favorite. Oh God, I think it's like sixty bucks. It's actually what? kind of expensive. I know yeah, it's a little really too much. <laughs> I know. I know. For a cleansing oil, I mean it's it's a good brand, but yeah, it's expensive. So I mean, hey, if you're feeling, oh, wait, it's forty eight, so oh, okay. not that okay. bad. Not bad. Not as <laughs> but bad. if you Still have forty eight dollars. But... Yeah, if you want to invest if you're in dry. Sort of yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, other than that, Pharmacy Green Makeup Melt Away Cleansing Balm is my all-time favorite. I literally pharmacy can't say spelled, Pharmacy with spelled an with a PH. Oh, it's, no, it's an, an F? F. You're mm-hmm. right, you're like right. Farm. I'm doing the yes. opposite. Sorry, I'm getting dyslexic. Because I believe the yes. makers, they have all their – they crossbreed certain um, – certain vegetables and things like that. It's yeah. like echinacea and aloe and all this. A lot stuff. of bee actually, products. Yes. Like bee uh, pollen and bee propolis. Propolis. Yes, yes. It's so great. It's, I like that brand. They have a lot of good um, masks and uh, moisturizers and things that I really like. Yes, it's it's amazing. It it comes out as like um almost like a solid, almost like a coconut oil solid. Mm, yeah. And then it just kind of melts on your face, except it's cleansing. It doesn't turn into that oil like a coconut oil will, obviously. Yeah. It's just so great. Um, some other ones that I really like, say like drugstore brands in a sense, CeraVe mm-hmm. is definitely really good. Um, that's the only in- one I could use on my face when I was going through Accutane yeah. just because I was so sensitive at that time. CeraVe is super gentle, has hyaluronic acid in it, which is moisturizing. So yeah, great. Ceramides, all that. We'll mm-hmm. go into what those ingredients are. Um, very good ingredients. And they're usually, it's usually a soap free cleanser, which soap is a detergent and it really strips you mm-hmm. of all your oil. So a lot of these gentle cleansers are technically soap free, even yeah. though that sounds counterintuitive but you have to be careful with anything that's foaming because it can be stripping yeah super foaming means it could be stripping you totally um la roche posay which is a um french pharmacy brand they make a wash called effaclair which is amazing i used to recommend it to a lot of my acne patients when i was in durham and i used it for a while and it's super affordable so um that's a good one and then the aven or avine how do i say that I think Avene, yeah. Avene? Okay. They're they're also a French pharmacy, like the competitors to them. They make really good cleansers. Um, they make good moisturizers, too, and mm-hmm. sunscreens as well. So. But also, I just feel like those are, like, simple and easy ones, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Basic, definitely, yes, gentle, good affordable. intro if you are just wanting to try some stuff out, too. I agree. If you're not trying to get all Sephora fancy and all these high maintenance ones. I mean, those are great ones to just start if you're just kind of stepping into the whole high maintenance skincare yes. routine situation. 
And this is going to be a heavy product loaded podcast, so we yeah. will definitely put it on our little website blog, so check it out. If you have any questions about anything, we'll link it all up. Yeah, we'll put links to everything, everything we can remember. If we forget something, let us know. <laughs> um, so then there's a, we're just adding this in just so people are aware of it. People will use these exfoliating washes that usually have like hard gritty particles in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should talk about these because these ones that have big like nut shells and all every stuff- one of the estheticians I've ever worked with their biggest complaint is when they ask someone what type of exfoliant they use and they say St. Ives. Apricot don't want to hate on you. Don't want to hate on you yeah. St. Ives. No but- <laughs> You're a little aggressive. <laughs> Apparently, it's broken up walnut particles yeah. in there, and that's actually can scratch your skin and yeah. make things much worse, introduce bacteria. It's just every esthetician's nightmare. Exactly. If you're going to use something with some sort of exfoliating mm-hmm. particles in it, be sure that it's something like really, really fine, like almost like tiny crystal sand, like powder sand or like sugar or ground up mm-hmm. oat products. Um it shouldn't feel like it's Scratch. scratching your skin. You should just feel like you're buffing or like kind yeah. of polishing your skin a little polishing. bit. So there are a couple of really nice ones. And I do think it is important to exfoliate. You want to get that dead skin off. You want to expose your new glowy skin underneath. So I, I like to do it a couple times a week. I know some people are going to do it more, more every day. But I'm, I like to do it a couple times a week. Yeah, I'll switch it up a couple times a week. I think you and I both agree that our favorite one is Eminence Strawberry Rhubarb. Yes, the Dermafoliant by Eminence. Um, that stuff is awesome. It's like comes out like a white powder, and it has um, it has ground up oats in it. it. Has like mild like natural lactic acid in it, and it basically you just rub it on your skin. It just kind of like dissolves in your skin. And it's just like really soft, and it afterwards my skin is like so soft from it and it's so gentle it doesn't irritate the skin it's really Mm -hmm. nice yeah I will even after I do my oil and my face balm (laughs) I'll even then I'll do I'll while I'm still wet put the powder on my hand rub it together kind of polish off my face and then rinse it all off and it's fantastic yeah I probably they say on the bottle that it's safe to use every day but I probably only use it maybe three-ish times a week yeah I'm I'm probably right there as well with you Yeah. Some other good brands, um, fresh, they make some, they make good products. Um, the sugar face polish they have, I haven't tried it, but I've heard really good things about it, but I do like that they use sugar. Um, Dermalogica microfoliant. Have you used that one? No, that one was another one I researched that I really would like to try as well. The Dr. Brandt's pore dermabrasion is one I've used and I really like that one. It's like a very, very fine crystal sand same I got a sample of that one time and I believe you probably did too Mm -hmm. and yeah I tried that and I was like oh this is really it was really nice it was still very gentle for being really effective at exfoliating very I felt yeah I felt like I got a really good polish out of it same without being too harsh or anything exactly all right so now you know how to cleanse your skin get rid of all the pollutants oil dirt disgustingness off your face so you can go and if you have to pass out at this point, you have to pass out. You shouldn't. <laughs> you should really keep going. Actually, cleanser, but did want to mention that Forbes article that just came out recently oh, yeah. or that I just saw recently mm-hmm. um, about self-care being a discipline and not an indulgence. Not yeah. saying that everyone needs to stand at their sink for hours putting a million things on, but it is important to do this just because – this skin is going to last you forever. It is. And you need to take care of it. And this isn't like a magic like wand. Healthy. Like we were saying before. Yeah. Exactly. Like you can't just go – you can't go to the gym once a day. You can't eat an apple and call yourself healthy. You have to – it has to be a lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle, lifestyle. obsessions. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, take care of your skin, okay? So right. Now we're prepping on. our skin. Prepping. Prepping as in we mean toners, um – Essences, you're prepping your skin to put on, you know, we all know that you're gonna, we're going to talk about some serums and some moisturizers later. Mm-hmm. You have to prep your skin after you wash it for all the good stuff. Right. Pretty much, we went, right? Yeah. So we're putting on these 
toners and things so that it moistens our skin and it helps the serums with all the nutrients and the vitamins later to penetrate deeper down so that they do more work in the deeper layers of your skin. So for toners, I would definitely recommend any toner you use, have it be alcohol free. If you have alcohol in your damn toner, all you're doing is dehydrating your cells and just stripping your skin of all of your good moisture and natural oils. And it's just, it's really dehydrating and just not good. It, it just ages you and irritates Don't ever put skin. alcohol on your skin. Yeah. So toners basically balance your skin. They take off more dirt and grime. They help moisturize the skin. They give some more vitamins and nutrients to it. Yeah. They do a lot of good things. I think the, the most um, important thing is uh, when we're talking about pH balance. So after you're washing your face, you are compromising your pH balance a little bit just mm-hmm. because we have to get rid of everything. Um, some of the more aggressive face washes can actually alter it. They can make you more alkaline, exactly. more basic. And same with the water we use, which mm-hmm. you know can be a little hard with all these – calcium and minerals yes Mm -hmm. in the water so so these toners can bring your ph you know back down and neutralize it Mm -hmm. when our when our ph is at a different level than what it normally is different bacteria that sit on our skin all the time um like to live in a certain ph and then if we alter it um the bacteria can grow into a a greater number yeah a great (laughs) i think monsters gonna your face so pretty much you want to keep it your skin tone too By keeping your pH balance, uh, evens out your skin tone and keeps some um, irritation down too. So yeah. So basically what you do, put that toner on a cotton ball, wipe that cotton ball all over your face. And that's, it's really simple. Super simple. Really easy. I even like doing it because after I wash my face, I want to make sure everything's off anyway. So I like exactly. putting on a cotton ball after and making sure that all the dirt, makeup, everything's all the way off anyway. It's like insurance for your face, making sure it's all... <laughs> Good and clear and I safe love that. for the serums and moisturizers to come. So I feel like there's two kind of major types of toners. There's chemical exfoliator toners and there's moisturizing toners. So mm-hmm. we're going to start with the chemical exfoliators first. Now, again, if you're cleansing and you're using some sort of exfoliator, you really probably don't need to do this overkill and do an exfoliating toner as well. It might just be too much for your skin. So starting off, I'm sure everyone maybe, maybe not, I don't know, has heard of AHA and BHAs. Those Alpha are hydroxy acid, beta hydroxy acid. Right. Pretty much all you need to know about them is they're due to two different types of chemical exfoliators. And what we mean by that is that they're going to dissolve chemically and not physically like our scrubs. Um, it's going to chemically take off that first layer of dead skin cells, which can trap in bacteria. Um, we want the that dead um, skin cell are gone to prep for moisturizers and serums and all of the good stuff as well. Right. That way they, those serums and things can penetrate deeper because that layer of dead cells is out of the way now because that'll just block stuff. So exactly. AHAs, um, some examples of those are like glycolic acid or lactic acid, which I'm sure most of you have heard. Um, these are best at kind of making the skin brighter, um, less dull looking. Um, if you're yeah. sensitive to glycolic lean more towards lactic to larger molecules. So it's not as harsh. And again, we may go into this later. It's a lot. It's a lot of information. And then BHAs, um, which are best for kind of oily acne prone skin. The most popular BHA would be salicylic acid. Um, and that's really good at dissolving oil, like removing blackheads and getting rid of excess oil. So it's really just good for acne prone skin. If you've um, ever had a zit in your life, you've probably heard of this. Yes. And you should be using this. Yeah, actually. It's, it's a really good product and it's pretty gentle. Salicylic acid is not super irritating, even for the most sensitive skin. Um, so yeah, and you can honestly, a lot of products have both these AHAs and BHAs together, which just do double duty work. Um, so yeah, um, I will probably use my toners that are exfoliating maybe two, three times a week um, because I do have more sensitive skin. Yeah, whenever, before I did Accutane and um, I didn't have a sensitive dry skin, I was probably doing it every night. Yeah. Um, oh, for those of you that don't know what Accutane is, it's a good call. I know. I just thought about it because we're so used to it. Um, it's a 
basically a pill of vitamin A that clears up acne. It's like the strongest acne medication you could ever take in your life. So moving on, it makes you really, really dry. Yeah. Basically. It literally sucks all the oil out of your skin pretty much what it feels like. Shrinks up your pores like to nothing, which is awesome. But, you know. Anyway, so – yeah, when you were doing Accutane, you used it more, you said? or you... No, before before Accutane, oh, when before. I was pretty oily and had a much more acne problems. Yeah. Um, I was using it daily, probably. Yeah. Um, now, but now, now I probably use it two to three times a week. The yeah. days I'm not doing a chemical exfoliant, I'll do um, – or a physical exfoliant, I'll be doing one of these. Yeah. Um, some of my favorites that I like to use um, would be the – Ole Henriksen. Am I pronouncing that right? It's not Ole. I say Ole, but I don't think that's correct. <laughs> I feel like it's Ole Henriksen. <laughs> I know. I don't know. O-L-E, what name is. yeah. It's some like European, like Swiss guy or something. I don't remember. But yeah, so <laughs> he makes one. Um, that brand makes one. It's like green. The bottle's green, but it has AHAs and BHAs in it. That one's really nice. I'll use that probably every couple nights. And then I like Andalou which is like sold at like Whole Foods and like uh, Lucky's brand market. It's like more of like a natural brand. They have one with like a natural salicylic acid in it that I probably use morning and night most days because it's very, very gentle. Yeah, you should you should always keep in mind that this should never be irritating your skin, making it sting. I mean, maybe a little bit. For like but- a second. Even I don't even like that, but yeah. some people kind of like that little bit feeling, and it can happen. Don't be alarmed if that happens. But if it's if it's sticking on your face for a couple of seconds, don't don't use it again. If your face feels like it's on fire. Wash that shit <laughs> off. Like it's not. And don't ever okay. use it again. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, just get rid of it. You're it done. Probably with has it. alcohol in it. Yeah, somewhere secretly. Yes. <laughs> um, I really like the solution from Glossier. It's all hyped up. Yeah. On Instagram. It's pretty packaging. It really is. It's yeah. a gorgeous, pretty little pink bottle. And it's like sparkly pink. It's like iridescent, yeah. yeah. And then the it's got a little pump on top, so you don't even – you just pop the lid open and put the cotton ball right on top and just like pump it a couple times. That so is great. a nice one. It really is. I used is. that at your house. It was, it was kind of strong, but I, I appreciated it. Yeah, it's it really is. good. It's I, affordable too. Yeah, it's really – not bad at all. I can't, actually can't remember the yeah. price right now. You use that one probably at nighttime every once in a while, something. right? Yeah, I use it every once in a while. Yeah. I actually probably only use that one like twice, two or three times a night. But I have seen really great results for people who do have acne-prone skin using it daily, and they really have a huge difference in their face yeah. from that. Yeah, it has both the AHAs and the BHAs, so that makes sense. That helps. Exactly. Cool. Um, the Ren Ready Steady Glow is also another good one. That one's pretty gentle, and I actually yeah. really like that one. That brand is overall pretty gentle, too. I like that brand. It has a good reputation. So let's talk about some moisturizing toners now. Um, These are better maybe for drier skin or for more anti-aging purposes. Um, But it's it's beneficial for everybody. It's good to take off your makeup and, you know, prep the skin. So most of the time I'm toning and putting on a moisturizing toner just because, again, I'm super dry all the time. Um, And so I just feel like this equalizes my pH after washing my face. Um, one of the ones that I've been loving is the Michael Todd blue green algae antibacterial toner because I feel like I get a little bit more cleanliness, but it's still moisturizing. So I'm all about that one. That one sounds wonderful. I need to probably buy that one. It's great. It does sound nice. I love, I'm all about the algae. We'll get into Mm -hmm. that later, but no stings coming with that one either. Yeah. Um, Andalou again, I feel like they make really good toners they make like vitamin C one they make hydrating ones like I just like the ingredients and it's all very natural and then there's um Humphreys which Humphreys witch hazel which is also like a natural brand I really like that one too it's very hydrating they put like lavender and lilac and green tea and all this stuff in it there's so. a couple of Kiehl's ones I have my eye on for yes, when my my um blue green algae one runs out the calendula yeah and there's an iris extract one that I'm really, really dying yeah. to try as well. And those ones are alcohol-free. I think they make a couple of them that aren't alcohol-free, but those ones mm-hmm. specifically are. And I've been wanting to try those too. And eventually these ones run out. I'll get exactly. to it. And then that SkinCeuticals Equalizing Toner. Oh, yeah. It's got the chamomile. and which Have is you tried just... that one yet? No, that's another one I have my eye on yeah, as well. That's probably expensive. That one's so. actually – yeah, and that one's actually meant for um, scarring purposes as well because it increases circulation to the surface of the skin. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Interesting. I'll have to try yeah. that sometime. It's going for combination. So if you're dry some places, oily other places, T-zone, got some acne, got some dry spots, it's a good one for you. Yeah. So let's get into – 
essences and face mist. Now, this is a extra step. Not everybody really needs to do this. I would we, say we just added this to our skin regimen pretty much. Right. Recently in the past mm-hmm. like six months, I feel like we've mm-hmm. been starting to do this more, whereas we weren't. So don't feel like you have to do this step. You're really, you know, not missing a ton by not doing this. It's just something. It's if fun. you're already overwhelmed. Yeah. Skip ahead. Yeah. Skip ahead. <laughs> Fast forward now if you're overwhelmed. But for those of you who want all the goodness in your life. You want to take it to the next level. Yes. Essence is where it's at. Yeah. Really so, quickly, difference between essence and toners, not a whole lot. But yeah. toners are more westernized medicine kind of skincare regimen where essence is more K-beauty, eastern kind of skincare regimen. Um, they've been doing this for a while where it just has become more of a trend here. If you haven't seen the SK2 on Instagram, get out from under your rock because it's everywhere. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I wonder if they just cater to us more though because we always click on the <laughs> Probably. Them, so. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, it's like a pre-serum, the essence is. It's, it really is. It's kind of like a like little toner. drink of water for your skin. Yeah. You do the toner, then you literally take essence and you just kind of pour it on your face and rub it in it's and it just helps moisturize more um it's just like a hydrating liquid basically that's it, it helps pen- make uh, serums and moisturizers penetrate deeper too so it's kind of fun i actually kind of think essence are kind of fun because it's actually so crazy to me how quickly they absorb into your yeah. skin i don't even put essence on my fingers on a cotton pad Same. anything straight onto my skin because if i put on my fingers by the time it gets to my face my fingers have already absorbed all yeah the it's run down my hand my whole hand is all like moisturized which is <laughs> nice but the shit's expensive so it is so i just waste on my fingers dump that shit straight on my face exactly. <laughs> so some of our favorites um i started using the misha brand essence which apparently is supposed to be like the knockoff of the sk2 it's like the much more affordable version of it (laughs) it has like fermented um ingredients in it which is kind of becoming the big thing in skincare too especially influenced from the whole k-beauty thing but apparently this fermentation is supposed to even skin tone um help nutrients absorb better there's not a ton of science behind it but it's fun it's cool why not doesn't hurt i'm into it Exactly. And I think that's kind of like the advertising right now with the essence is you kind of want a fermented product because, and we'll get this into this another podcast too, but they're fermented products. They are, um, I don't want to say oxide, more metabolized down to a very, very, um, we're getting the byproducts of fermentation, which are um, metabolized to a very, very, very tiny molecule, which allows it to penetrate into our pores very, very deeply. So that's kind of the whole. It can help break down larger molecules that are beneficial to us. Um, and then we can absorb them easier, um, like other vitamins and plant products, things like that. So, so yeah, that's like, that's the lore of it. That's, all. Yeah, that's the whole theory behind it, which is cool. So yes. it hasn't made me break out or anything like that. I haven't noticed any um, adverse reactions from it. So like I yeah. said, I'm into it. I've, I've been using the Boshisaki treatment water. Just fermented. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I, I really like it. It's Again, you, I just kind of do a pump on my forehead and two pumps on my cheeks and kind of rub it in as fast as I can. Um, I really do think it makes a difference in yeah. the brightness and tone of your skin. So yeah. Then there's the SK2 mm-hmm. brand, which like you said, I'm sure people have heard of it. It's super expensive though, like super expensive. So I just haven't gotten around to buying it because I'm like, do I really care that much? But... <laughs> do I really want $100 on a toner? But... Right. I might like use like a drop and feel like really guilty about it. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, if, you, if you're comparing the ingredients, obviously, you know, do your research. That's what we did. It's... Yeah, there's a few other brands out there. That's just kind of what we're there's certain using. Exactly. Fermented products that we're trying to get a look at and put on Try our face. Yeah. yeah. So then there's... There's face mists, which are a whole nother ball game. I haven't really got into the whole face mist thing. I love a good face mist. <laughs> I think it's because I'm oily and, you know, I live in Florida and it's like, I put face mist on. I'm already so, so much humidity and oil on my right. body. I, I actually, can't with a face mist. I actually travel with a face mist um, for plane rides and stuff like that. That's actually, it seems like the best part of the face mist for me too I agree because mm-hmm. when you travel you get all 
dry and weird and you don't know what the hell your skin is doing so it's like a nice little face mist to give you like a nice little drink of water nice little vitamins exactly like that one brand um that you have the replenix yes the antioxidant mist Mm -hmm. that one's nice it's really great it's a soothing antioxidant mist has green tea vitamin c chamomile so much good stuff it's just really nice it's just a little refresher i've tried that before with at your house and it wasn't sticky it wasn't Mm -hmm. it was very light i was actually really impressed by that one yeah it's really great even in in the morning to kind of wake you up or like during the day if you just kind of want to refresh yourself just i kind of just spray and like pat it into my makeup and call it a day um eminence again um, they make a lot of, um, a lot of face mists. Um, they're like all natural. They make so many different ones. I've tried a few, um, cause we do sell it at my work. So that's probably the only reason I've encountered so much eminence products. Um, but I'm a fan. I just haven't bought any. Cause again, I haven't really jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah. Mario Badescu. That's a really popular one at like Ulta, Sephora, everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's actually super affordable and has really great ingredients. There's, yeah. um, that is a, a good affordable brand. A rose water one, a cucumber one. They're just, they're just little hydrating mists. It's, it's yeah. probably just a lot of water with some good ingredients in there, but why not? Right. So, so on to chemical exfoliators. Yes. I know we kind of just talked about that with the toners. However, so there's another. Using, yeah. If yeah. you're just using like a hydrating, toner and just like a regular face wash and then you're like all right I need some sort of sort of exfoliator in my life this is where you would put on like a gentle type of exfoliator gel or cream before you put on your serums and whatnot so so if you're having a really gentle day with your skin you know you use a moisturizing face wash use a moisturizing toner you put a little essence on you still need an exfoliant in your regimen so Somewhere, so you, you just gotta have it. So, again, with the AHAs and the BHAs, um, they are great with removing dense skin cells. Again, you need it if you want glowy skin, yeah, fresh pretty, skin. Pretty much, you're just gonna put it on before all your serums and all that. Um, I am a huge fan of the Derma Doctor <laughs> Cockadoosie. <Cockadoo. Every> <laughs> I don't even know that's how you say it. I know, <laughs> so ridiculous, but. It, that really is a good brand. I mean, I they're, a lot of good things about they're it. They're so fantastic. They're a little pricey as well. So I actually cut the – there's um, their individual pads, which I'm not a huge fan of. I feel like they're a little wasteful. Yeah. So I cut them in half and actually use them twice because I can. Or I've read other people, they'll just do their face and their neck and their chest and their hands, which is another great option yeah, if you have sun damage and things on your hands and all that. Right. Um, it's actually a peel, so you can – it says in the instructions to wash it off after three minutes. It's so gentle. I don't even wash it off. I keep it on, yeah. let it dry, and then put all my serums and things on after that. So I love that. It's got ferulic acid, vitamin C, so many great things that we'll talk about in a second. But um, And it is a good point to bring up. Like We should be not only doing these things to our face, but also our neck, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of our hands and chest. I mean, if you, if you get to that. I mean, I think it's good to do. Everyone should go watch a Real Housewives show right now. <laughs> right now. Go pick one. And just take a look at everyone's faces compared to their necks. Yeah. Because even though a lot of times those those ladies got the best of the best going on, and most of them, especially Beverly Hills, their necks are always looking good. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> some of the other ones, they, you can just tell aging in someone's neck so obvious. If you, yeah. Even if you're taking a great care your skin on your yeah. face it's like they've neglected it it's kind of yeah and Try it's to neglect that neck don't everything we're talking about put it on your neck right yeah. now at too. least your neck I get it yes. you kind of you don't have enough to put it on your chest and your hands that's fine it's a little excessive I probably don't do that all the time either but I put everything on my neck too so you have yeah. to I believe I technically think everyone should have a neck cream as well but we'll get into that later as well, well. get into that later as well <laughs> Um, so some other brands that we like, um, I really like the Sunday Riley lactic acid, good jeans, um, little cream lotion. It's a very, very light lotion. That's that it's kind of strong, but it's, it's effective. That stuff's awesome. I feel like I wake up the next morning and I'm like, all right, I'm a little more glowy. I see you Sunday Riley. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. I mean, it's got a huge following for a reason. It's yes, such it's good super stuff. expensive, but it is good. So I got, good. 
well, I had a bunch of Sephora points and I went and I think I had like 600 points and they had samples to buy with points of the la- good jeans from Sunday Riley. And I was like, I'll take four, please. <laughs> I was like, really? I'm like, yeah, no, just keep putting them in. <laughs> it was really so you pretty much got like it. a free bottle yeah. of Sunday Oh yeah, Riley. free bottle. Cause I counted up all the, um, the, the mills in it. I yeah. think it was basically a entire bottle. I was like, uh, hell yeah, score. So amazing. So, um, the old Henriksen again, I got a little sample once of a, of a, like a nighttime exfoliator an overnight exfoliator. It's super gentle. Um, it's like in a little blue, um, kind of container. It's, it's really nice. It's very, very gentle. I really like it. Um, the drunk elephant TLC Frambus glycolic night serum. That one's a really great one as well. It's a clear gel. You just put on your face. It dries immediately ready for whatever else it's really nice and same with the lactic acid sunday riley you just kind of wake up a little bit glowier right a little fresher drunk elephant's pretty popular it's just pretty damn expensive again yes i know some of their products are worth it um you i think really yeah cheaper versions that are just as good exactly that that one's a good one that one's the one i like yeah yeah um derma e also is another brand they sell that at like ulta you can find that on amazon they make some good um exfoliators too that are very effective and it's super affordable i think it's like 15 bucks for their overnight peel and i use that for a while probably like twice a week it was really nice so that's a good affordable one so yeah so you cleansed your skin, you prepped it for all these wonderful things and exploited it. So now we are ready to put on the most important part, almost, I think. I think so too. Serums. Serums. Everyone needs a serum. Serums is the best. <laughs> Every, I just, oh, sometimes it just blows my mind that people don't have serums. Like, I know. In the regimen. You're doing, you're cleansing and then you just like, you maybe use a little toner, you put on some moisturizer. Like, whoa, where is your nutrition where are the the beneficial ingredients at i mean you're totally missing it if you don't use a serum with some crap in it i mean it's it's super it's like you eat cake all day and you forget to take your vitamin like you need (laughs) no nutrients here (laughs) yes you need it it's delicious but come on (laughs) so with serums you really need to make sure your skin is damp from the stuff you put on earlier, whether it's, you know, the toners, essence, whatever, apply the serums to that damp skin so that the serums can penetrate as deep as they need to go. Um, it's just, they're usually full of active ingredients. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about all the different ingredients in them because bare minimum, everyone should be using some sort of retinol or retinoid type prescription or retinol serum and an antioxidant such as vitamin C. At Every least you should be using that. single person who sits in my chair and for Botox, clearly they're there for anti-aging reasons. Yes. I don't know why else you'd be getting or Botox. Or filler or anything they do. Exactly. And the lasers, whatever. Yes. I... I, I, I have to preach to every single person. I just can't help it. It's just like word vomit at this point. You need to be on a retinoid. You need to be on vitamin C. Like... Yeah. Everyone, at least... Basic. They're the most highly researched of the two peptides, amino acid serums, whatever they are. Right. So you just you need to be on it if you care about your skin healing and reversing that photo aging from the sun, from the pollutants, creating that collagen that we're losing. You got to do it. Yeah. So some ingredients um, that are also in serums. We're just going to go kind of down the list of a few of them. This is this is a lot of information. So um, we're just going to try to really keep it simple. Um, hyaluronic acid, which a lot of people have probably heard of. Um, usually it's not alone in a serum. I see it sold alone in, by itself. I in have serum. it alone in a serum, but I don't think it's necessary. It's just I don't in so many other either. products. Right. Most, it's usually most in your serums, vitamin C. Exactly. Most yeah. vitamin C serums have hyaluronic acid as the transmission molecule. So. Right. So basically hyaluronic acid is just big time moisture. It holds up to a thousand times its weight in water. So basically it just holds onto water in your skin so that you stay hydrated. That's it. That's really what it's good. We have it naturally in our skin, um, and in our tendons and our gums, it's, it's everywhere. Um, as we age, yeah, as we age, the little cells that make hyaluronic acid lessen and the little cells that eat hyaluronic acid increase. So you just want to make sure you're replenishing it so you can catch up on those bad boys. Yeah. 
So then there's also retinol, which is um, an over-the-counter form of vitamin A. Um, it basically is a powerful antioxidant that speeds up cell turnover rate, a.k.a. it just gets rid of dead cells quicker to replace them with new healthy cells. The reten- retinol is just... Is that what we're talking about right now? Yeah. Okay, I'll cut this right off. <laughs> Not a retinoid retinol. I know. Retinol is just the most highly researched, probably of them all. And yeah. even they say that even using it three times a day can actually reverse signs of photoaging. That pigmentation, that decreased collagen, fine lines and wrinkles, it's going to do it all. Yeah, stimulates collagen, all that. It's a little excessive to use it three times a day, so I wouldn't. Oh, three times a week. Oh, my God, three times a week. God, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Well. No, even using it just three times a week, they say it's just as effective as using it every single day. Agreed. So most people can use it every day, I would say. But especially retinol, like over the counter retinol, there is prescription strength, which is like a retinoid. Um, we'll get into that in a minute, but over the counter retinol, you're fine to use it every night. It's, it's completely fine. Most people do use it at night. Um, just cause vitamin A can become inactivated, uh, during the daytime, whether, cause it's sensitive to UV light and whatnot. So it can also make you a little more prone to sun damage and all yeah. that. So you yeah. just want to be careful. A little more sensitive. Exactly. So then there's niacinamide. This is probably one of my all-time favorite ingredients. Um, It basically helps repair the skin barrier. It reverses sun damage. It helps your skin hold on to moisture. It brightens an even skin tone. It boosts collagen. I mean, this stuff is freaking amazing. I think it's a newer-ish compared to like a retinol or a vitamin C in the beauty world maybe not as like highly researched which is why it's not right put they being definitely, pushed as much but it's right. definitely they're definitely looking into it and seeing it's really helping it's pretty promising reformulate the skin tone pretty much yeah making it thicker there's um a product that i like from hylamide no not hylamide it's the ordinary same difference owned by the same company the ordinary makes a 10 percent niacinamide um serum that is awesome. So I just want to throw that out there. There's also Paula's Choice makes a 10% niacinamide serum as well. That's pretty popular. So those are just two that I just want to mention. And those are both affordable. Very affordable, especially the ordinary. It's like mm-hmm. seven bucks. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I, you should be using that at like morning and night. That one's kind of a morning and night thing. So. Serums are just so easy too. They come in a little dropper bottle. You just drop a few on your hands. Yeah. Put a couple drops in your hands or absorbs right in the skin. I like to put them on one at a time. I know you like to kind of drop a whole bunch of on your <laughs> on your fingers and roll. I'll them. mix this, mix that. Yeah. Yes, a little chemical experiment. But exactly. Either way, it doesn't matter. You're getting it all on your skin. Exactly. <laughs> so then, um, another ingredient: antioxidants. Um, things like resveratrol. I hope I pronounced that correctly because I sometimes question it. Yeah, that comes from the wine. It's the yeah, wine. antioxidant from grapes. Um, super Pretty popular. Pretty well research, researched. Caudalie brand. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of what Caudalie brand is based there. You're right. Antioxidants They're, uh, off. Their whole brand is kind of. Right. Their anti-aging products the, are off that. The grape antioxidant pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, CoQ10, green tea. Um, There's several others. Vitamin C is also a really popular antioxidant. That's the one we say everyone should be using at least a vitamin C. Um, antioxidants are super important at destroying free radicals that are created on your skin from sun damage. Free radicals basically cause aging, uh, cause They cause cancer. inflammation. Yeah. Inflammation. And inflammation is the devil. It is. It's totally anti-aging. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants inflammation anywhere. So if you're ever putting anything on your skin and you find it irritated and inflamed and just angry, you're causing inflammation and therefore aging your skin. So stop whatever you're doing because you're doing the reverse of what you might be thinking. So yeah, needs to be, uh, these antioxidants need to be quality um, ingredients from reputable sources. So just keep that in mind because they do oxidize quickly. And once they've oxidized, they kind of become useless and can actually create more harm to our skin than good. Yes. And that's why also vitamin C has just kind of came back to light in the last recent years is because they always knew it had so many great benefits to the skin. However, it became oxidized really quickly and they couldn't figure out a way to generate it to get to our skin um, without 
becoming rancid pretty much. So most of the time, vitamin C, quality vitamin C is going to be expensive because the technology to get the vitamin C to the level where it can get to our skin and have a shelf life and be worth the money. Right. There's the one brand SkinCeuticals, um, which makes a vitamin C and ferulic acid serum. It's super expensive though. It's like 165 bucks. Um, I will say, you know, that's probably the most popular out there, like for effectiveness. Uh, people really like it. But I will say there is a knockoff out there. Um, it's called Timeless. You can find it on Amazon. It's like maybe 25-ish bucks. Um, you know, it's super cheap, but people swear by it, say it really works. I have yet um, to try it, but it's on my list to try next. I honestly, for some reason, just don't trust the vitamin C. That's not more than 60, 80 bucks, to be honest with you. I know, I know. 60, 80 is usually like... where I'm buying my vitamin C because that's just, yeah. I feel like... It's After yeah, and just that the technology to get it to where it needs to be, I just I don't trust. I'm with you. Else, I think so. pa Paula's Choice makes a good one. That's maybe like fifty. Okay, yeah, that's that's. So, I would trust that one. Yeah, I would trust that one too. There, there's a couple out there. Like there's you know, yeah, there's a couple of different types of vitamin C too. We'll probably get into another whole podcast yeah, of that. It's that it's a lot of information. Just um, vitamin C. Just. Buy some reputable, good yes, reviews. Yes, yes. Go to Try a, it. You don't a like plastic it. surgeon, a med spa, an esthetician. Ask for a good one because you need it. Yeah, there's a ton out there. So um, lastly, it would be peptides is another really important um, ingredient in serums. It basically signals your cells to stimulate new collagen. Um, the matrixyl peptide, which is probably the most popular and most well-researched, um, it's uh, really effective at decreasing wrinkles and fine lines. So, yeah. Copper is another one. Um, copper peptides. Yep, yeah. That's it's a good one. supposed to be helpful in like, rejuvenating the skin texture at night yeah. and everything. Um, you know, peptides are super great and they should be in your serums. Um, they just can't do everything on their own. So yeah. they need some they friends. Need, they do. <laughs> they, they need some of these other guys we've been talking about. They're all going to a bar. They're getting drinks together. They're not trying to drink alone. Okay. Exactly. It's so fun to get drunk by yourself. Yeah. No, it's just <laughs> weird. So definitely they all need to be together. Um, so then people will talk about, we can get into this. I guess we want neuropeptides. Honestly, if you hear the word neuropeptides, I would just not even waste your money. They say it helps relax muscles, uh, just like Botox. But honestly, the science behind that is a bunch of BS. I don't believe in it. I think it's just a I mean, they're using money. like snake venom right now. I don't know about yeah, all that. I don't know about either. There's not a lot of research. It doesn't seem like they're going to be putting a lot of money towards research. So nah. who knows? Yeah. And then uh, there's also growth factors, which people say, you know, are comparable to peptides or replace, you know, retinols or retinoids. But honestly, the science behind growth factors is not definitive. Does not say, oh, it does miracles for your skin. Honestly, the molecules seem a little too big for our skin to even absorb them. So I wouldn't even mm -hmm. waste your money on it until yeah. research is more proving. Epidural growth factors have been researched to help with wound healing and they're you know, someone's like, oh, if it helps create new new skin so well, let's put it on the skin right now. I'll help, yeah. you know, create the skin that we have now to be better. But it doesn't really work that way. So but you have to think that's broken skin too. So that's exactly. getting these growth factors then will be getting down to the bottom layer of where your skin is going to be growing. If you have fresh intact skin, how the hell is that growth factor going to get down to where it needs to go? to even simulate collagen. I just, I don't, I think it's too big of a molecule. I'm not a believer. Not I, I know. And I just like think about in science no classes, sense. that exactly. whole inflammatory process where it's a million arrows pointing at a million other things. Yes. Like I can't even get into that. No. <laughs> and we're much. staring at that for so long and like chemistry and all that. Yes. But so some good brands of, um, serums, Estee Lauder makes a good one. The advanced night repair. Mm -hmm. Um, the Misha brand, they make a knockoff of the Estee Lauder called the Time Revolution Serum. That one's pretty popular, too. I really like the Ordinary and Hylamide Serums. I think they're, I don't know, they're pretty effective. I'll recommend them to patients all the time who are just looking for something to get their feet wet and not spend a ton of money at first and just see if they like the stuff. Yeah. Ice, Ice Clinical is my favorite. I think their Pro Healing Serum's awesome. It's good for acne. It's good after, like, laser treatments and microneedling. It's just good all around. I love it. Um, it has vitamin C in it as well. 
The skin skinceutical, vitamin C, obviously we were talking about it. It's a little yeah. expensive, but it's a good one. Good though. stuff. Polish uh, choice again makes yes. good serums. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you could always walk into a Sephora and get plenty of samples of this that, and the other. See what works mm-hmm. for your skin. You mm-hmm. know. I if if you leave this podcast with nothing else, just wash your face, put on a retinoid at night and a vitamin C in the morning, and yeah. you are a step ahead of the rest of everybody right. else. And then a moisturizer, and that's it. You yes. Know? I mean, you're yes. still a step ahead. You don't have to get all crazy. We just wanted to go into, you know, some of the yeah. ingredients that are important. Because people always ask us, well, what ingredients should I be looking for? Like, what are some good mm-hmm. brands? Like, this, that, and the other. So that's why we kind of make this. Um, so getting into retinoids. Um, these are prescription strength. This is kind of like after serums or even after moisturizers. just depends on what works for you. It's just a prescription strength of vitamin A. It does all the same stuff that the retinol does that we talked about earlier, except times 100 because it's prescription. It's just way stronger. You're going to have to get this from your med spa, your plastic surgeon, your dermatologist. Right. It has to be prescribed to you. Um, Most popular is probably Retin-A. Most people have heard of that. Yeah, that. Retin-A. interested right. in some... Generic name would be Tretinoin. There's different strengths. Um, Tazerac is also very popular. That one's probably... One of the strongest, if not the strongest, retinoid out there. Um, Adapalene, which is very mild. Um, That's what I use, the 0.3%. The 0.1% is actually different gel, and that's you can buy over the counter. So Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, you got sensitive skin or you're just kind of starting out with all this stuff and you want to try a retinoid, but you don't have time to go to the damn doctor to write you a prescription, go get some different gel and start using that kind of every night or every other night. Um, if your skin becomes irritated or peels a lot when using a retinoid, use it every other night or every two nights and then even put it on top of your moisturizer. Yes, research has shown that putting the retinoid on top of the moisturizer will still allow those active ingredients to penetrate your skin without as much irritation, which is what I have to do. Yeah, because you get super irritated and mm-hmm. flaky. Mm-hmm. So on to moisturizers. Moisturizers are so important, and you really need a good I love one. Let me say that about every. I know. This I know. Is so important. <laughs> it's all important. Damn it. It really is. I mean, don't use a damn Kroger brand moisturizer, or you know, a Walgreens moisturizer brand. I mean, if you're gonna use something from the drugstore, at least get like a Cerave or a Cetaphil or a Dove Sensitive Skin. Yes. That's fine because then, you know. They have nice ingredients like ceramides, which help, you know, keep your skin cells held lock together. Lock in moisture. Lock in moisture. Um, they just make your skin feel refreshed and hydrated. Um, some other ingredients you might want to look for in a moisturizer would be dimethicone because it locks in moisture and a glycerin, which adds moisture. So those are just things. Everybody's so anti-dimethicone. Yeah, dimethicone's a little controversial just because people are saying that it can clog pores and this, that, and the other. However, this is what people are putting on their scars to help with wound healing because you do want to lock in that moisture. Exactly. Locks in moisture and it softens scar. I mean, it's it's not a horrible ingredient. You just have to use it in the right place and for the Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. It's... You, I, I personally like. There's a whole range and spectrum of moisturizers. Let's just start there. Yeah, there um, is daytime, nighttime, super creamy, super light for oily skin. Yeah. So I know, like, the big trend has been like water light moisturizers, and I think that's super great for people who have a lot of oil. Like or, me. Exactly. Yeah. They're fantastic. They're lightweight. They're great for the morning. Right. Um, when really you're about to put on makeup and things like that. Yeah. I personally like. A thick ass, have to scoop it out of the spoon. <laughs> you do. Spackle kind of moisturizer. Yes. I bit the bullet and bought one of my favorite moisturizers of all time. I actually got a sample of this and I couldn't stop thinking about it and I had to buy it. And it's the Caudalay. Ugh, I don't even know. Crew Reach or something? Yes. The Crew Reach. It's like $140. I have yet to try because every time I go to my damn Sephora, they're like, oh, we don't have any left in the sample jar and we're not going to open up a new one. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Like, just open it up. I need a sample, okay? Because <laughs> I'm not going to go spend. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? It's I'm so great. I'm going to spend $140. Bucks, I'm going <laughs> to use half of it and I'm going to return that shit. <laughs> 
I'll get you, Sephora. Oh my God. Oh, they're going to catch on sooner or later. I know. It's I the Caudalie Premier Crew, the rich cream. It it's yes. so fantastic. I actually put it on my hand and then couldn't believe the difference on how soft my one hand was versus the other one. Then yeah, I went and got back a sample. Yeah, you were like talking about it for days about your ridiculous <sighs> yes. hand and how soft it was. I'm obsessed. I love it. It's the best $120 spent. So. so the Tatcha nighttime, all their moisturizers are really nice. Pretty they're pricey, really um, but they're really nice. They really um, lock in moisture. If you have an issue with dry skin, you really need a good moisturizer because I think that has made all the difference in my skin, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, a good, thick, lot locked in nighttime moisturizer. Yeah. And for me, having super oily skin, I will say that these things also help me not be so oily because if I'm washing my face and toning it and not putting anything else because I'm oily – all I'm doing is causing my skin to produce more oil because it's just drying out and it feels like it needs to overcompensate and rehydrate my skin. So by hydrating, you are kind of helping out your oil production too. Um, the it cosmetic special sauce is a pretty good creamy one for nighttime. Yeah. It's got a lot I of like that good, one for nighttime. It's got a lot of good extras in it. I think it does. Too. a lot of good ingredients in that one. Um, the bio sans, am I pronouncing that one right? Yeah. like bio sans. They yeah. have that probiotic moisturizer. It's really light. I like that one for the day. It's almost like jelly. Like, uh, the belief brand. I feel like that's a Korean, um, beauty one. That's very light. Philosophy has some light ones. First Aid Beauty has some good stuff. Kiehl's has a really good basic moisturizer as well. Yeah, um, people love the Kiehl's one. That one's yeah. pretty popular. Their basic moisturizer. Yeah. And then and Eyes Clinical. Eyes Clinical Hydrating Complex is amazing as well. Yeah. They have all sorts of good ingredients. I mean, um, good uh, products. They really do. So, so as an extra step, and we're not going to really go into this now, but we're just going to mention it, oils. So a lot of times people will put oil then on top of their moisturizer, even sometimes before their moisturizer, that's a really extra, um, extra step. You really don't need to do that, but we do it, but we'll go into this later. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a it really is. It's a lot and it's, it's just going to add some additional benefits. So yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll do a podcast on like oils and whatnot. Um, and then of course, every morning you want to put on your damn sunscreen every single morning. Um, all of these ingredients that you used previously, like retinols, retinoids, um, exfoliators, they can cause sun sensitivity. All the AHAs and BHAs. Yes. And we will get into another podcast. I'm sure at some point, I know several other people have covered this topic of physical versus chemical sunscreens. Um, listen, whatever works for your skin, we'll just mention a couple of our favorite brands. Um, one of mine is definitely the La Roche-Posay SPF 60 oil-free has antioxidants in it. That stuff is awesome. Most sunscreens will make my face oily. That one does not. That one is great. I really like Supergoop products. They're really great as well. I do too. Those are good. Kula is a really other popular one. Um, Origins makes a good one. Oh, I love the Origins one. Yeah. Um, the Ginseng SPF 40 energizing one. It's super great for sensitive skin and it's, um, almost got like a little bit of a beauty cream almost or something in it. If you yeah. put it on, it almost kind of like blurs your skin a little bit. It's really nice. Um, there's this other brand called Babo Naturals, B-A-B-O Naturals. Um, I found it at a, like a beauty store once. Um, and then I found it online. It's, it's completely... Like all natural, fragrance free, really, really good for people with super sensitive skin. Um, I really like that one. Yeah. Um, it can go on a little chalky, but a little chalky. So um, I don't put that one on my face, but I do. There's one for faces, and you, mm. it's okay for me because I'm super oily again. So mm-hmm. chalky doesn't bother me. It just helps kind of absorb all the excess oil. Whereas someone who's a little drier may not be the best thing for you. Right. Um, then there's, you know, masks, but that is seriously a whole nother episode. Again, we're not even going to get into masks right now, but masks on masks on masks. We will get to that. <laughs> so another hour on that. It really is. I mean, like we said, this is so much information really just to reiterate what we just talked about. If you care all about your skin, you're going to cleanse it. You're going to prep it with a toner and then possibly a chemical exfoliator with AHA, BHA. 
Then you're going to put some essence on it to replenish that moisturizer, add the nutrients, all the serums and great things we talked about, retinoid and vitamin C, retinoid and vitamin C, retinoid yes. and vitamin C, get it Everyone. in your head. Yes. And, and then, then you're going to lock it in with the moisturizer. Right. Lock and it in. SPF in the morning. Done. Done deal. We just simplified the whole episode. Why do we even talk for an hour? We could have just said that. But I know. I know. The skin <laughs> is your worst enemy, people. It is. Everyone, just, you have to realize that sooner or later. It took me a little bit later, but <laughs> you have to so, know. These are some products, obviously, we like and we have tried and had, you know, experimentation with, and we liked them. Um, but you may like different things and try all sorts of different things. That's the fun part about all of this is experimenting yourself. It should be fun. So, I mean, skincare is like a hobby, you know? So I have a whole little twisty twirly thing of samples and I just love in the morning or at night getting ready and deciding what I'm going to put on my face. At right. Night. Just fun picking, little. cherry picking all these exactly. samples we have. Exactly. It's so fun. So, um, if we've missed anything, you know, let us know if you have any questions, also contact us. Um, also let us know some of your favorites cause we would love to hear any recommendations or something that you guys say, Oh my God, this is the best product ever. You've also got to try this totally down. I would probably totally try it. So yes. yeah, let us send know. us your favorites. Let us know what you like. Yeah. Stay tuned for the next one. Thanks for listening everyone. And if you just love our podcast, please rate us on iTunes. We appreciate all the stars you have to give. Also, stop by our website, locomedpros.com, for more information about today's topics and products we mentioned. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, at locomedpros, where you can even see pictures of our real patients. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email or DM us, and we can address those topics on future episodes. Um, also, thanks again. Catch you next time. Bye.